Well, hello there. Welcome back to Joel Cupcake Unedited and what I am calling part two of Sober History. If you haven't caught on yet, all my episodes are named after something funny or something I enjoy or some dumb catchphrase or something just stupid. Uh, I love Drunk History. If you have not watched that show, it's like a comedy thing. People get drunk and tell a story and they have like famous actors and actresses come act out like Cleopatra and fucking all sorts of shit. It is hilarious. Um, anyways, wasn't planning on doing uh, two parts, but uh, there was that car alarm and then um, some distractions happened and then some hedge trimming outside of my apartment. Whole bunch of nonsense, basically. I had to do a part two, so here I am. Um, as you know, as you kind of give like little updates, little shout outs here and there uh, for this one, I'm going to do it at the end and just kind of continue with what I was talking about. Um, yeah, so I, I was finishing up with, you know, I'll always support my scene. I'll always talk about my friends, my family, my loved ones, uh, the places I call home, uh, you know, what's near and dear to my heart. Um, <clears throat> That being said, I figured I would take this story while we're on the subject of my history and talk a little bit about why I'm called Joel Cupcake. Um, I realize a lot of you probably don't know or don't remember or don't care. But um, yes, you know, I know some of you are probably sitting there thinking, well, this guy's like a, like a middle-aged 30-year-old. 30, 30 <clears throat> why the hell does he still call himself Joel Cupcake or go by that name or this or that or the other thing? Um, well, there is a reason, and you are about to hear it. Uh, as I mentioned, when I started doing shows, I did it under the Monkier Arsenic Productions. Um, didn't know what to call it when Paul left. Didn't want to keep doing Paper Heart. I didn't feel like that was fair. I didn't feel like it was okay to just use his name and continue on. Kind of wanted to do my own thing. Um, at first, I was a little upset. He just kind of left me high and dry, but as I got older, I got over that. I forgave the dude. You know, he's he he has left us now. He's not around. Uh, so rest in power <clears throat> to him. Um, but yeah, I was really friends with the arsonists. Get all the girls, guys. I went to the same high school as uh, Pat Jones, who, as most of you know, is not with us. Passed away on his twenty-first birthday. Um, and you know, Cameron Reed sang for the band for a little bit, and. Um, you know, there was a lot of close friends, Nick Bain, you know, some of the dudes, we all went to high school together. Um, band people in Arsonist and around. Uh, a lot of the shows I did um, were with the guys or through the guys or people, you know, if I didn't know the bands, Arsonist introduced me to the bands. So I just kind of said, fuck it, and just called it Arsenic Productions. So I did that. Um, I toured with the dudes, um, you know, Garen and I lived together for a long time, the drummer. Uh, one of their bass players, Steve Dean, and I lived together for a while. Um, and when I say for a while, I mean like a while, like five years, if not more. Um, yeah, uh, the first record, Hits from the Bow, came out. Um, seemed to be the fan favorite song. Um, they wanted to write a song about like the epic clash of like two titans. Uh, you know, like, like you know, some kind of you know, they were stoned thinking about Greek mythology something like that you know what I mean this is how I remember the story it, don't take my word it might not be 100% right but they were like who are the two most like epic like people we know like 
they're just, they're sure, you know, they're strong, they're bigger dudes, they're solid, you know, two of our favorite people. So they put out that song, Scobra versus Cupcake. Uh, that's about our friend Robert Scobie, who is a great drummer and has been in a plethora of bands. Some of you might know him. Uh, he drums for Moria. It's the most recent one. Um, you know, he's been in a bunch of other bands I won't list off, but yeah. He's also from the Santa Cruz area where I grew up. So we have a lot of intersecting friends. Bada bing, bada boom. So the band started calling me that. Um, we were on tour uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere one day. Who knows Who knows where, honestly. And, uh, you know, we're in a Safeway or a Lucky's or whatever the fuck it was. And I'm walking down the aisle and Pat's like two aisles over for me. And he goes, hey, you fat fuck, come over here. There's cupcakes. Don't you want some? So I start laughing. You know, I'll walk over there. I get over there and he hands me a box and they're Little Debbie cupcakes. And I literally look at this, look at them and go, Little Debbie, she's a slut. Where the fuck are the hostess? And I threw them on the ground. And ever since then, they just called me Cupcake. They thought it was fucking funny. Um, again, I'm paraphrasing that story. I don't have the best memory. I drank a lot those days. Um, but, but yeah, so Pat always called me that. It was his thing. Everybody in Santa Cruz, everybody back home called me Cuppy for when I was younger. Uh, some friends still do. Um, well, as you know, Pat passed away, you know, a year or two later uh, on his 21st birthday. Um, you know, he always called me that. And I've always used that name ever since that moment. And that's why. Um, I felt like I've done enough to honor him giving me that name and the band at the time, my friendship and how I, how they were family to me. You know, I feel like I've paid it back. I've paid it off, but it's just kind of stuck at this point in time. It was my MySpace name. You know, I've used it when we had T-mail and everybody had sidekicks. You know what I mean? Uh, I've always used it, so I'm just kind of stuck with it, and I don't plan on changing that yet, at least. Um, so, yeah, Pat passed away. I kept it. Um, you know, that bleeds back into why I still do this and why I do what I do, you know. Pat had this saying that was kind of like, fuck it one life, you know, like, do what you want. You know, don't worry about the future, you know, like go where the wind takes you, follow your heart, like live your, live your dreams. He was that type of a person, like live in the moment, live in the now. Um, you know, when I started doing shows, I was still like trying to go to college part-time and I was working full-time and living on my own and it wasn't easy. Um, but I made it work and just the joy I got out of being a promoter and doing shows and making friends in music and giving kids younger than me a place to go, giving my friends a place to go. You know, anybody from back in those days knows, you know, shows were, were, were fucking fun. And then usually we raged at my house or someone else's house afterwards and just had big parties and no drama, no bullshit. We were just a community, just one big psychotic family, you know, and that is what we did. And, uh, I just, I miss those days. I miss those times. I miss the way things were, you know, it was great. Um, and that's why I still do what I do, you know. 
Pat taught me to just do what I want and follow my dreams. And uh, I haven't stopped ever since then, you know? Um, just haven't stopped at all. So, sorry, my the angle of my beanie was that was bothering me in the camera. So, sorry for the fidgeting hands. I do that a lot. <sighs> um, yeah, I'm so stuck that out. You know, I still toured with RCNS for years after Pat passed away. Uh, I'm still really good friends with Arthur. Uh, I'm still on great terms with Cam and Greg, Jared, and a few of the dudes. Some of the dudes, unfortunately, I don't talk to anymore. But hey, as you get old, people grow apart. Um, you know, those first couple records were awesome. Hits from the Bow was great. Uh, we ended up doing a deal after Arsonist got signed with Century on Century Media Records. The first two records, which were Hits from the Bow and The Game of Life, we did a double LP, which is like a double vinyl. Uh, at Process Records before that was the last thing we did before we we boarded that shop up if you know what I mean so if you have one of those great uh they're hard to find these days it's sold really well uh from that realm of like what I did with the label and some of that stuff being able to work out a deal with Century Media to like license a vinyl and stuff like that like I mean I was like not even 21 when we did that it was like awesome like that was like highlight of my my fucking younger career on top of you know, this, the, this, just the surge of metalcore and the love and how great the shows were going. And I mean, everyone wanted to play Santa Cruz, you know, every, every fucking metalcore band came through when we were, when, you know, when Lucy, Ethan, Jose and I, and, you know, Charlie and Kelly and Andrew and everybody were, were helping out in the early days, you know, I became friends with the Moria guys and doing sort of working with all the Salinas bands and the Salinas dudes and like, networking and you know Jason Tucker, Spencer Bittescombe, you know Charlie, uh, you all, Charlie from No Truth, everybody knows Charlie. You know a lot of those people gave me a lot of advice along the way and I, I would not be where I am without them. You know I grew up seeing how Eddie Numskull did shows and kept going and just had awesome connections and an awesome reputation and I'm glad I've been able to kind of turn into my own version of that. Uh, at least the you know, that's how I view myself. Um, you know, I don't like tooting my own horn. That's not what I want any of these episodes or series to be about. Um, so I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Um, yeah. Well, that's most of my history. That's why I'm called Joel Cupcake. That's uh, some, some rough timelines for you. You know, um, touring was... That five years I toured and tour managed and did merch and drove and whatnot was great. I wouldn't trade some of those experiences for the world. Uh, definitely takes a little bit of years off your life, you know, got a bad knee from it, did some dumb shit, did some fun shit, did some really embarrassing stuff. Uh, I have friends all over the country because of it. If any of you are watching, you know who you are. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, to circle back on my first, you know, my video prior to this, you know, I, I feel like uh, I bring a lot to the table whenever you want to have a business discussion for me or try to learn from or with me, you know, like I've been on the manager side of the table, the band side of the table, the touring side of the table, you know, the crew side of the table, like as far as a crew, like a worker, um, you know, I've dealt with scene drama. I've dealt, you know, I know a lot of the laws. I know how to travel. I know what it costs to be on the road, you know, six to nine months out of the year. Like I, I get all of it. I, I get it, you know, so 
Um, I hope um, I've adequately serviced the question, you know, what does he have to say? Why should we listen to him? Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so yeah, um, beyond that, uh, I just posted a Wix link, which Wix is just like a free website builder to, it's like over a hundred contacts of people who most of are from the industry, but they're all self-employed. They're all affected by the coronavirus. I talked about that in like, my, in like a couple other episodes that I was assembling that and doing it. Uh, it is live. Um, Alana from Lion's Eye Media helped me assemble all of that. Um, it's free. We're not charging money to view it. We're not charging money to be on it. We're not doing any of that. Um, the link, you can find it on my Facebook or on my personal webpage, which is just joelhaston.com. Um, yeah. Uh, please check that out if you want to be on it. Just email me or Alana. It does not matter which one of us you email. And we will get you added to our internal spreadsheet, which then gets posted on the website. Um, for that, uh, Frank Finelli still got For the Nomads going. Uh, it's actually turned into a full-blown movement. It's no longer just a GoFundMe. It's ForTheNomads.org. There are shirts. Vale Maya made some shirts to go towards it. Palais Royale is doing a portion of all their proceeds towards it. There's a few other bands that have done that. There's some of some merchandise specifically for the company. Uh, do that. Um, you know, the Grammy thing, which is called Music Cares. I know a few people that have gotten paid out for that, so that's great. Um, looks like we are gonna potentially get a bonus for like industry people on the term of unemployment. Um, I don't know, I still need to figure that out. Um, but it seems like the government has been receptive to it, so who knows what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, there's still some merch companies running deals. There's still some designers running deals. Um, check all that stuff out. Network, connect. Like I said, let's get through this this crazy shit together. Um, got some friends doing some the Twitch stuff, like I mentioned in the last video. Josh Slater from Athier is doing it. Um, you know, my friend Ciro from Demon and Me is doing it. Uh, Andrew Baird from Fallujah is doing it. Um, him and I have another cool creative thing that's going to be launching. I wanted to do it later this month. Probably won't launch till May. Um, it'll be like a live. Uh, it, it, you'll see. You'll see. I don't want to blow the lid off that yet. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, new episode of Tiger King comes, is coming out or came out. It's like a thing with Joel. Uh, I think it's Joel McHale, whatever, whatever that asshole that stole my name is. Uh, it's like a review, like recap episode with like where all the characters are now on Netflix. Um, I don't think Joe should be freed from prison. I think they're all evil and Carol Baskin definitely fucking did it. Um, yeah, cruise by the pinup pages. Uh, I just relaunched my website, which is again, www.joelhaston.com. Um, you can watch every new episode of this on that website. So I will put it in the link at the bottom of the video. Feel free to check that out. Um, yeah, I talked briefly some updates about some of the pinup, other pinup companies and some of that. Um, also a reminder, my good buddy Sean Mott, who's actually this shirt right here, um, he started a new podcast called Metalcore Nerds. Uh, just dropped an episode with Daniel Defonce. Just dropped an episode with Zach from Left Behind. Um, he has got a lot of cool stuff on there. And I was a guest on one of the episodes. So you should go check it out if you have not. 
beyond that, this has been part two of another episode of Agile Cupcake Unedited. See you next time.